So technology can be used for the gospel, which is fantastic, but the the control, the control. Uh, and the lack of privacy is already there. It's not one day going to you know be there where there's no privacy at all. It really is already here. watch the full interview with Perry Stone, go to endtimes.com, become a subscriber, $7 a month, $77 a year. You get all of our articles, all of our videos all week long. Plus you'll get this entire interview. Welcome to the Tipping Point Show. I'm Jimmy Evans. I'm so glad that you've joined me today. Now I have been teaching from my book, Look Up, and I'm going to resume that teaching next week, but I have a very special guest with me today. We're going to talk about a book that he's written. Perry Stone is an internationally known evangelist and Bible teacher. He's a best-selling author with over a hundred books and booklets in print in many different languages. His television program Manifest is seen weekly by millions of people all around the world. Perry is a Bible scholar and an end times expert. He's here with me today to talk about his new book, America's Apocalyptic Reset, and the subtitle is Unmasking the Radicals' br Blueprints to Silence Christians, Patriots, mm -hmm. and Conservatives. What a book. Perry, thank you so much for joining me today. Jimmy, it's great to have you. And as you know, there's a we have a yearly prophetic summit, and when people found out Jimmy Evans was coming to Tennessee, <laughs> they went crazy. <laughs> you, you have a fan base, brother, and I want you to know we're excited to uh, of course, we were on uh, one of the major networks together yeah. during their fundraising and so on. And I, I just want to say it's a great honor, and I've known you uh, for quite some time and preached at your church uh, years ago yeah. in the winter months. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'm so glad to do that. So thank you for having me. Well, our people love you. We have that in the round sanctuary there. Yes. And they absolutely love you. Well, I've listened to you for I don't know how many years, you know, at least 20 years. And you have... You're a scholar, you are a true scholar, and you you have a fascination with the end times, and, and not just the end times, but the things that are happening in the world, but from obviously a prophetic perspective. Right. And you've written this book, America's Apocalyptic Reset, and there, there's, you know, I love the book. And I wanna talk about this because, you know, Perry, uh, there's so much anxiety today, even among Christians, you know, even yes. those of us who love Jesus, you see the things that are happening in the world today, uh, and the, now we have these riots that took place in Chicago and Los Angeles, and right. you know the teachers getting fired for saying "Good morning, girls" and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, you know the transsexual things, and so there has been in the last probably five years, maybe ten years, but really just in the last few years. And now we see AI this year. We have AI introduced, yeah. which is causing a major right. disruption. And so tell me tell me why you wrote the book. What's on your mind as it relates to America's apocalyptic reset? It's really interesting because I have been in ministry now for 40, going on 47 years. Wow. And I'm not an old man yet, but I'm mature. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to claim that too. There you go. We're mature. Yeah. We're just maturing. I will say this, that a man just a moment ago was walking our property. He's not related to me, but his last name is Stone. He's related to Jensen Franklin. And he said, Perry, you've been preaching this for 40 years. I've known you that long. He said, it's really happening. Perry, yeah. Perry, yeah. it's really happening. I want the people that watch you and I together to realize this. You've been sounding the trumpet. I have yeah. as well for many years. Yeah. There comes a time when everything that we've talked about, whether it be the, the positive things of the last day outpouring, 
the positive of the gospel going around the world, the positive of God's power being released in the earth and the knowledge of prophecy filling the earth. Yeah. Those are the positive things. But these negative things that we talk about, keying in especially on that Revelation chapter 13, which is a global religion under a false prophet, mm -hmm. a global kingdom with mm -hmm. 10 major nations and their leaders under a, we call it a beast system. The yeah. Bible identifies it yeah. with the imagery of a beast, which in Greek in the Revelation means wild beast. It's, it's a specific word for a dangerous wild animal. And we know that your people and my people both know the prophetic symbolism connected with right. that in Daniel and Revelation. There comes a time that it has to begin happening. And when Jesus would tell his followers, uh, you believe in God, believe also in me. Do not be afraid. And you see the fear knots in the Bible and you see the Lord telling people what's going to happen, but at the same time telling the people of God to not be afraid. What we have to do is we have to be alerted to the times. This is the spirit of the sons of Issachar. Yeah. In the Old Testament, this tribe is said to have known the times and the, th and the seasons that were connected to Israel and what should be going on and what should be happening. Every believer needs to ask God to give them that same anointing yeah. that the sons of Issachar had to be able to say, we do not want the seasons and the times to scare us, but to prepare us. That's right. And I've always said prophecy is never for a believer about being scared. It's only about being prepared. That's exactly right. Staying ready for the return of the Lord at any moment. Uh, even preparing for like the natural disasters. We know they're coming. That's right. So what do we do? People who are prepared are less apt to be afraid when they see the events take place because they've already prepared for it. And I remi I'm reminded about Noah where it says that Noah, uh, being warned of God, was moved by fear to prepare an ark for the saving of his house. And I said, no, God, it's a contradiction. You've told us not to be afraid. He said, no, he was moved by the fear of the Lord. Wow. And he knew what was coming. So the fear that moves us is our fear of the Lord, that the wrath of God is real. Right. The tribulation judgment is real. The judgments coming to the nations is real. So that is where we, we fear God because we know that he is a just God, a God of righteousness and judgment, but yet we know he loves us. That's right. So therefore our fear is not to be afraid of what man can do. What did Jesus say? Do not be afraid of what man can do. Only be afraid of eternity. The person that can take you into hell. That's what you should fear is going to hell okay. and being lost. So I think that we have to understand we are now coming into those times. So let's be informed and let's be prepared. And, and that's the message that I would give to the body of Christ. And that's what that's what I see in this book is no fear. But there there are some things we need to be prepared for. And I, let, no, no question. Let, so let, let's start. This says ancient Babel globalism now right. taking effect. So still so talk about that. Okay. When you go into Genesis chapter 11, you find that a man by the name of Nimrod built what was called the Tower of Babel. Later in that same area in the book of Daniel is Babylon. And it was the, where the Babylonian empire was formed. Now, when you look at the tower, there were several things that remind us of today. First of all, we find out that they were trying to organize a global form of government. Right. One leader that controlled all those regions of that part. First real world global government came with the tower in Genesis chapter 11. So how's that parallel to us? Because of the formation of all we hear about now is globalism, 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 yep. let's unite the nations. Now, number two, it says this, 
that they were all one language. So in this unification of things, they're trying to, if you've noticed, get one kind of currency that everybody can use. The dollar has been the pivotal currency for the nations actually since uh, probably since after World War II. Right. Now we're coming into something different where China, who is the leader of the future kings of the East in the book of Revelation has stepped in. And now that they are trying to get everyone to use their currency and do away with the American dollars. And it's, it's, it's just a, and this is probably where more people are concerned. Uh, I have a, I have a text from a businessman who was one of the top businessmen in the entire United States and they have a Christian organization, but he sent me this real long test text explaining to me in detail about uh, breaking it down on how this is uh, happening, why it is happening and what his opinion was on it. So there was a global system, global government, global religion. Uh, everybody was, this, it says this in the Bible, they were all one language. And here's the fourth one. There is nothing restrained that we cannot do. To me, that's the picture of artificial intelligence. That's right. We are now making robots gods. That's right. We are making and creating, and even Elon Musk has, has warned about this, uh, or Elon Musk, I should say, he's warned about this. He has said this system of artificial intelligence, where it's going, is so dangerous, they could actually control and rule over humans and destroy humans. Now think about that. Yeah. So when you see this image of the beast in Revelation 13 that speaks and lives, is this image, and the Greek word there is the, where we get the word icon from, which is an actual image, is it connected somehow to some high level, incredible artificial intelligence? Now they're wanting to create, this is interesting, they're wanting to create an artificial intelligence robot that looks human, that literally answers every question the world has on any subject. And that can eventually be done. And they're saying it will be the God, I quote, it will be the God of a new global religion. Wow. And so here's the thing. When you talk about ancient Babel, you see the preview. But what did God come, come down and do? God came down and confounded all of their languages where they, they, they couldn't speak with one another, they couldn't communicate with one another. And so we talk about Babel. Babel can mean the gate of the gods in the ancient Semitic language, but it also means to just utter nonsense. We say, look, look at the baby babbling. You can't understand what they're saying. It's just a bunch of words. And so this entire system, uh, and I want to say something here. You know, when you talk about men building a tower to reach into the heavens, I think, and I'm just telling you how I think about this, the parallels, I think about computer mainframes are called towers. Wow. And I'll tell you another thing that really interests me because in Noah's day, there were giants in the earth in Noah's day, right? And mm -hmm. we know that they're not named, but we do see other giants named in the time of David. Right. And when David was about to set up the kingdom and he did it through Solomon, of course, after his death, when the kingdom was about to come, there were giants that were in existence that David had to take care of. And there are five of them. There's Goliath, Lami, uh, Saf, Ishbibinoth, and the giant from Gath. And they're named that way in the Bible. David took out all five of them. Now, someone said, how is that parallel to the time of the end that in the days of Noah, there were giants? What are our giants? And the answer is tech giants. <laughs> the tech giants that we have are literally intimidating the world, yeah. controlling the world, yeah. controlling thinking. They are changing the thinking of an entire generation. Yeah. And without naming them, there are five of them. Wow. That is absolutely. Just like in David's day, before the kingdom was established in Israel. So the Bible, what I'm saying is, 
The Bible has so many historical parallels that it says in Ecclesiastes, the thing which has been is that which shall be, that which has been done is that which shall be done, nothing new under the sun. So if you want to know the future, and I know you understand this very well, you go to historic references as it was in the days of Noah, the day it will be in the coming of the Lord, days of Lot in the the days of the coming of the Lord, and you find examples and it's loaded with what you will see happen again at the time of the end. And that's just an example. I call it the Babel effect in the book. Well, well, you know, the, in Genesis 11 that you're referring to, when God came down, it said, because they have one language and they're of one mind, nothing will be impossible for them. That's it. Nothing restrained. Yeah. So, so we they can't do. Yeah. That's, that's what's happening. But look at you the, see look, it now. Look at the five tech giants that you're talking about. They're controlling the world. Totally. Totally controlling you the can't world. Even go, you can't even go on a computer to get information till you use one of them to find out where you're going. That's right. And you know, it's it, total control. It is control. In the United States of America, we have antitrust laws. But as it relates to those tech giants, they stand right. apart from the laws. You would never, 30, 40 years ago, allow a company to become that dominant in one yeah. space. But we, we do well, I ask I ask a guy who's very familiar, and I definitely would not name this fellow. He could lose his job that works on the inside, I said, why is it that these giants get by with so much? And we know there was influence in elections and we're not gonna get into that, but there's so many things that they can control. And he said, one of the main ones that was invented and released was invented for the purpose of allowing the government to track information. And he said, that's all I'm gonna tell you. So in other words, they're not gonna take away a system that people trust that gives all their information that they can go into and collect that, just like they do, you know, with uh, they do it with commercials. And if you ever notice, and, and you can test this at home, and I, I have never met the man. I have been invited to meet the man that does this. But there was a man that has a business that it's big as a football field with nothing but computers. And what he does is, if you say, "Man, I'm so hungry for a hamburgers," Uh, for a hamburger, all of a sudden, if you go to your computer, you'll see maybe a McDonald's or a Burger King ad come up. And that's why you get ads after you said something in your car or you said something where your computer's present and it actually exists. It's not a story. It's actually real. And uh, the guy was was telling a friend of mine, if Mr. Stone wants me to work with him, uh, if, if someone is just saying the word prophecy, we can get ads for Mr. Stone's books that will come up Right. When they look up anything, anything that has an ad, whether it's a news channel or whatever, Mr. Stone's ad would come up. Of course, there's a price to pay for doing it. Oh, it's yeah. not free. And that's where we're at. I mean, so technology can be used for the gospel, which is fantastic. But the the control, the control. Uh, and the lack of privacy is already there. It's not one day going to you know be there where there's no privacy at all. It really is already here watch the full interview with Perry Stone, go to endtimes.com, become a subscriber, $7 a month, $77 a year. You get all of our articles, all of our videos all week long. Plus you'll get this entire interview. Endtimes.com, $7 a month. God bless you.